The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. News with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Well, I like a full-bodied logger as much as next hard-working man. Taste the suds while dealing stud, I can surely understand. Trucker speed, and yes, indeed, it's nearly getting light. But it's time to switch to whiskey, we've been drinking beer all night. Again, thanks to Corb Lund and everyone else who texted in during our last segment with Brian Holloway-Chuck, the president of Axe Music. Lots of great memories shared this afternoon. That was a great conversation. As we talked off the top of the show, Edmonton uh, City Council voted to change the depth of water in the waiting pool in front of City Hall by a vote of 8 to 4. Council decided to drop the water level from 40 centimeters to 15 centimeters. Mm-hmm. The the uh, reaction and engagement we got from our listeners and uh, taking that topic on led us to reach out towards to City Councilor Bev Eslinger, who joins us on the phone now. Hi, Bev. How are you? Great. How are you? Not too bad at all. I, I don't suppose you'd be surprised. I wasn't at the amount of people who are uh, really quite upset with what council voted to do today. Can you maybe back up a little bit and tell us uh, an overview of what the problem was and what the alternatives were? Well, uh, we have to do a rehab of the pool area. Uh, we've been here 25 years. It needs some work. Uh, and so in part of that project, as soon as you do anything, you always have to bring it up to the current codes, which means that the pool is bound now by different codes, um, which means we need to do um, different things about how we care for the water, what color the bottom of the pool is. It has to go white if it's over a certain height. Um, and it's all in protection uh, of the public. If you have a certain kind of pool, you need a fence or security guards. And the proposal that came back from our administration was to reduce it down to 150 uh, millimeters or about six inches uh, versus the 16 inches that it is. Um, and, you know, it's, it's a long debate. Um, we had it at committee and then we had it again today. Um, I personally feel that Edmontonians wanted to keep the height have enjoyed it. We heard 68,000 people enjoyed it last year, Um, but I was in the minority. And among the things that I said today on the radio show, and so I want to repeat them uh, while the councillor's online and listening, is I feel City Council let Edmonton down today on this. And And I feel that because I feel like that is something that Edmontonians, whether they use it or not, cherish and take pride in. And my question was, why couldn't you find a way to appease all those people, whether they use it or not, who truly want to see this pool kept exactly the way it is? Well, there's two options that were brought forward. One, to reduce it down to the 150 millimeters. Um, and make it more accessible they would uh, you would reduce the ice service for about because it's also a skating rink right uh a little bit um or go to the 400 millimeters which is what it is today we'd have to paint it white we'd have to have different rules and uh committee had supported it going forward and going to the deeper depth 
and to add the security guard because we felt that was a minimal expense in order for something that Edmontonians love dearly. What about the fence? Where did that come into play? It was one of the options. You either have to have a fence or a security guard. And we said, well, if you're going to do it, it would be nice to not have a fence, but yeah. a security guard. Uh, we felt that that was a, a compromise. The difference was about twenty-one to 24000 to have a security guard in the off hours. Councillor, a um, lot of people asking, and it was one of the questions that I had asked as well, um, saying, well, if this was a grandfathered-in clause, if this was, you know, new, new codes from when the pool was first built 25 years ago, did you at any time or did council administration at any time go to the province to see if... Um, it, things could remain as is if there could be, if the pool could have been Absolutely. grandfathered in. Yes, uh, and there's some things you can do with filtration, things like that, but not under the anti-entrapment. Uh, there's certain things that they won't compromise at, um, which is why you could do the 400 millimeters. You have to paint it white, so that's a safety feature, and you would ha- that was where the security guard came in. So there was a way to go there. Um, the problem was we had, they had not planned on it, um, and it would add time, which means we would probably lose the pool for two years, mm-hmm. not the one year as proposed. Many councils feel they, they didn't want to lose it for two years. Um, I just feel that this lasts for 25 years. Let's do it right. That's what I've heard abundantly from people. Don't cheap out and do it right. Um, and I fought very hard to... <laughs> keep our pool but were you were you surprised with mayor iveson's reaction to it It was like at the end of it well say la vie let's let's move along um you know uh, he has a different opinion than me uh which is the beauty of municipal politics you get to have your own opinion um i just feel that we dropped the ball on some areas in in looking at it and public engagement was one um we're a child-friendly city which means to me we engage children, and we didn't ask children what they thought, which are the primary users of the pool. Yeah, great, great point. Let me ask you this, Bev. Um, We got a call right near the end of our conversation off the top of the show, and that's when we said, pun intended, we'll put a plug in it until we can get Bev Esliger on uh, on the phone. But a number of people talking about wanting to protest this decision this is one of those things where it's funny it's a small picture perhaps um, on the agenda of a city council but it's a big picture to a lot of Edmontonians and a lot of people wanted to know is this it or if there was enough public pushback to this decision would city council revisit it it would have to be significant to revisit it at this point because we really kind of gave them their marching orders to go ahead and resurface the area and do this pool um, people can always reach out to their counselor and give them their thoughts, and we know many people do. And, and what was the, you know, I'm curious, Bev, and I, I know how you voted, and you voted in favor of keeping the pool the way it was with the alterations that you've discussed in this conversation. What were you, was that what you were hearing from your constituents? Absolutely. The majority of people didn't want it to change. They felt that this was uh, something important uh, to Edmontonians. I even got emails from people that have visited Edmonton that said, we love that about the city to come and we found this pool by accident. It's phenomenal. Keep it. Uh, So I think support is broad. Um, For me, we are the youngest major city in Canada. 
we know that 18% of our population is under 15. We have a growing demographic of young people. seems we need more, not less, of these kind of mm-hmm. amenities. Councillor, there was talk, um, and I think it, the mayor had said he'd rather take the money that um, would have gone towards the the the, um, the upgrades all, or whatever, um, and, and, and putting in more child-friendly activities down there, like a, a little playground or something like that. Okay, I can speak to that because that was my motion. Oh, it was yours. Okay, so what's uh, yes, going on okay. there? Um, well, we lost this day, but I my motion was that we add child-friendly elements to there the civic go. precinct. Um, and we wanted a playground, and I preferred a naturalized playground uh, to be incorporated into our space. Um, and you can add child-friendly elements, uh, particularly in the shoulder scenes when you can't swim or skate. What do kids do down here? Mm. Um, so we said we wanted year-round child-friendly things for them to do. Uh, And so I imagine there'll be all sorts of things, but at the end of the day, it doesn't have to be a traditional playground. Um, You know, kids really like climbing on rocks and trees. Mm -hmm. And and so I want to look at some of those other elements that can be incorporated into this area so that kids feel welcome and have something to do year-round. Bev, sure appreciate your time this afternoon. You weren't scheduled to be on the show, and I reached out to you, and you agreed immediately to come on the show. And, And I just, I have to tell you, again and this is just as a citizen um the way i feel about this and i just want to tell a counselor i'll tell my own uh when i get home tonight is that oftentimes we accept things that city council does as necessary evils bike lanes comes to mind where <laughs> i i understand what you're trying to accomplish as a council and as a city and you go well i don't love it um but i understand yeah. it but on a subject like this i love that pool and I don't think I'm alone at all. And I, I, as I said off the top of this conversation, Bev, and I know you're on the same side as me as this, I really feel City Council dropped the ball on this one. Well, I, you can speak up as long as you'd like and see if anything can change. I was on the losing side of this motion, so <laughs> <laughs> She tried. agrees with you, I think, I know Andrew. she does. <laughs> Bev, always appreciate talking to you. Thanks for taking the time this all afternoon. Right. More than welcome. Thank you, Councillor. All right, it's 3.48 on the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News. Lots of folks texting in about the rain, about the weather, and again, that freezing rain warning remains in effect. Um, We are getting uh, messages about the rain, and things are getting very slippery. So let us know what things are like where you are at 6.30, 6.30. We'll continue the conversation after this. World Radio today. I didn't know there was such a thing, Andrew. Honestly, I did not. Um, didn't I just say the other day? We have to stop having days named after things. But it is World Radio Day, and we yeah. just want to thank Chedville for being a part Absolutely. of uh, this radio show every um, every single day uh, through the week. Uh, we love it when you uh, ride along with us and text us and, and phone us mm-hmm. and, and email us. Uh, we love you being a part of the show, so we really appreciate it. It's a great uh, it's a great job, and we're happy to be here. Um, and community, when we talk about community and sharing information, we were asking about the weather out there where you are. Larry says, lots of snow coming down in the Cold Lake Air Weapons Range. It's very messy. Um, this one says, anywhere there is snowpack is absolutely slick. Highway out there, Drossen is just wet. Subdivisions are scary slippery. Be safe, everyone. And this one, hey, I just drove from Sherwood Park to Stony Plain on Hendy North. Very heavy rain, Sherwood Park until Stony. 
um, to Stony Plain Road at Henday. Slick roads and parking lots in the east especially. So, yeah, that uh, freezing rain warning is uh, for the better part of east-central Alberta right now, uh, including the capital yeah. region, obviously, all in there. So if you're doing any traveling, if you're out and about uh, Edmonton, Spruce Grove, Sto- you know, Stony, Devon, anywhere around, uh, you know, the capital, it's going to be messy tonight. Yeah, whatever you see, as always, let us know at 630, 6.30. Uh, odd story. I know we like to talk about... Um... Oh, happy Mardi Gras, by the way. Oh, thanks very much. This is Mardi Gras? Today. It's Fat Tuesday. Oh, wow. Yeah. We should have done a live show. We should from have done a live show Narlins. from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I pulled up the street, ca- the street cam, the Earth cam yeah. from the uh, Cat's Meow right on Bourbon Street. It's like Bourbon between I think St. Peter and whatever. It's yeah, all the people down there. Yeah. It's pretty fantastic. You've been there for Mardi nope, Gras. No, I have not been there for Mardi Gras. I mean, I've been what? there for super uh, for Sugar yeah. Bowl and New Year's and at Easter and there's Easter parades which are also tons of fun. So yeah, yeah. We were there by accident. Of yeah, course. yeah, yeah. On a because you were leaving there. We we're leaving the, on a cruise. Cruise out of there. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say a, a, a sort of an odd story, uh, and we like to talk about uh, people behaving badly on airlines or airlines behaving badly. This is just a really kind of an odd one. It's a Winnipeg businessman, woman. Uh, yeah, woman, uh, businesswoman. Sorry, did I say businessman? Yeah. Yeah, Marissa Freed. She's eight months pregnant. She's a frequent flyer on Air Canada, one of their elite over a hundred thousand miles type flyers. Uh, she got on a flight on Air Canada tw- 261 to Winnipeg's uh, International Airport uh, when from Toronto mm-hmm. uh, when the passenger next to her boarded and sat down. And I- I've seen this sort of this passive-aggressive kind of behavior before. Uh, he's got a middle seat. Uh, he wants to have more of the armrests and, you know, and I've seen it before so many times where somebody who is mad that they're in the middle seat sort of tries to claim... Uh, ownership of both, um, you know, both uh, whatever you call these things, armrests, uh, because, you know, well, you've got the window and they've got the aisle, whatever. So he kind of starts, like, aggressively pushing her. Um, and at one point... And becoming verbally abusive. Yeah, he's yeah. mad, right? And he's he's being an ass, honestly. But anyways, uh, she doesn't make a big deal about it. In fact, she doesn't even make eye contact with him. But she gets up and goes to the flight attendant and just says, look, this is happening. And you can imagine not knowing exactly how to deal with it and just making the request, you know, possibly I could get moved or he could get moved and flight attendant went to speak to the man who was standoffish with the flight attendant as well. So she got to witness the same Uh behavior that this woman had witnessed. And airport personnel were actually brought in and the police action threatened uh, before the man agreed to move to the back of the plane. So at that point, you would think... I don't know why they didn't just remove him, honestly, but that's fine that they didn't. But they decide now that he's decided now he'll sit at the back of the plane. Air she's Canada, like, I'll get off the plane. I'll she, get off the exactly. plane. Exactly. Um, they're she, like, no, it's going to take too long to find your luggage. Right. Everything. She's more than happy to get off the she plane. She offered more than once to take a later flight. So she was trying to be as accommodating as possible. Um, now, once they moved the man, however, it dawned on her, and she felt his behavior was so kind of over the top, it dawned on her that if she has to go to the bathroom from time to time to the washroom, that she'll have to pass this guy who's now in an aisle seat. She's eight months pregnant. She's probably going to have to go a few couple times. couple hours flight. Yeah. Right. And she had a legitimate concern in her mind that he might elbow her, trip her, or something like that. So she asked Air Canada if she could use the bathroom at the front of the plane instead and was given a definite in first class. no. Yeah, or in business because class. that's for business class. Yeah. And it's just one of those things where I get 
a rule is a rule, but you have to sort of be able to move with what's going on at the time. You had a situation where you had to almost threaten to bring, or you had to threaten to bring police in. So it's a pretty serious situation. Bend the rule, and I don't think anybody in business class would have objected. Or, or move him to another seat where she doesn't have to walk past sure. him. I mean, there were, there was a couple simple solutions there. There was, and sometimes following the rules is not the best policy. The six thirty Chad afternoon news with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross weekdays at two. On 630 Chad.